Welcome to the Personal Growth Show. This is a podcast where we discuss our personal journeys of growth towards becoming the best versions of ourselves. Listen up as we discuss our personal and professional struggles that many face on a daily basis and how we have been able to overcome them. We will share practical solutions and tips which have helped us and some which haven't. But most importantly, how everyday people like us with nine to five jobs and families can do it too. Join us on this candid journey and let's grow together. Here are your hosts, Clinton and Fed. Hi guys, welcome back to the Personal Growth Show. Um, And you're here with Fed and Clinton and we're really uh, glad to uh, have you guys here again. Uh, as we get stuck into another topic uh, of conversation. Um, And today we're going to be talking a little bit about um, work-life balance and how, you know, how both Fed and myself uh, kind of go about it and and what we do to, um, what we do to uh, kind of get through these things on a, on on a day-to-day basis. Absolutely. I think it's a pretty like big topic. It's a relevant topic in, amidst like everyone talking about hustling and everyone you know being an entrepreneur and trying to go out and get their own um i think it's quite a relevant topic to discuss and something that i struggle with um you know as as you know like having a family it's definitely not as easy trying to keep some relevant balance between my needs my family's needs the work and the business needs um so so definitely keen to hear how you also manage that yeah, absolutely. And, you know, both you and I are kind of in the same positions uh, to a certain extent. I mean, I've also got, I've also got a family. I've got two kids, a uh, newborn, which has added, um, you know, has added some definitely uh, a lot, a lot to my life. Um, but, but it has brought, brought about its challenges when you, when, when, you know, when we come to speaking about the balance and trying to maintain that um, uh, throughout uh, throughout our, our our weeks and our months, yeah, newborn um, is definitely something that will throw you off balance, um, yeah, because it's completely absolutely. unpredictable in terms of needs, right? I mean, it's yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I think um, you know, why don't we why don't we talk about work life balance and you know what this means to uh, to each other? So, I, I don't know. I mean, from from your side, Fed um, is 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 balance. Uh, across all of the different responsibilities in your life, uh, something that you strive for um, is it something that you achieve uh, what what 's your what 's your view on it so i, I don 't think I have a static view on it, and I think sometimes it changes a little bit um, and, and what I mean by that is i don 't think that massive impact. Um, happens when there's balance. I think you need to sometimes have to focus and become obsessed with whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. And, you know, the more of that that you do at the detriment, of course, of spending time and focusing on other things um, is what helps you really get, um, get there. And I think it also yeah. depends like how big your objective or your dreams are. You know, I always think about um, people like, super successful individuals like, um, I don't know, Steve Jobs or Elon Musk. And like those guys don't do anything 
on balance. Like everything's done to the extreme and you can see it suffering in their personal relationships because, you know, they divorced and, you know, they don't like maybe see the families and, you know, it's, it's like just complete obsession with, you know, building electric cars or getting to Mars or building the best possible, you know, consumer uh, technology and things like that. At the same time though, I'm also not the person with a character that can just do that. Um, I do need to take a break. So I go through phases where I'm completely obsessed about a topic until I feel that I've mastered it up to a degree. But at the same time, what I really try to do is to use my time effectively. So during the week, you know, the five days, Monday to uh, Friday, I really try to pack in as much as I can so that on weekends, I really spend it with family and friends and not on my phone checking my email so that I can be as present as possible. So that's yeah, kind of yeah. the approach that I'm trying at the moment, although it's a little bit um, at, at peril because of the time of the year and you know, the, just the, the pressures of work. Um, but that's mm -hmm. generally the, what I'm trying to sort of um, achieve. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you've touched on quite a lot there. Um, and, and, you know, what's, what really uh, I have been reading up on quite a lot recently is, uh, you know, the performance of those individuals that you spoke about, Elon Musk. Um, you know, I watched the documentary on Bill Gates a few weeks ago. And, you know, he talks about really becoming obsessed. And I know Steve Jobs also spoke about that quite a lot. And, and I suppose if you want to achieve the kind of heights and, and, and the great things that individuals like that um, have achieved, you have to become obsessed. Uh, but what it subsequently means is that you are sacrificing, you're making sacrifices on other areas in your life. And, uh, you know, in that documentary uh, on, on, uh, on, on Steve Jobs, sorry, not on Steve Jobs, on Bill Gates, uh, you know, he had to sacrifice quite a lot. He had to sacrifice um, his, uh, his relationship with his, with his kids. Um, and, and with his family, uh, because he was working literally 20, you know, 20 hours a day for, for a long period of his life. Um, and, and that's okay. You know, if that's, if that's what you want. Um, but I suppose the next thing that you, that you spoke about is that's not what you want necessarily. You know, you want to make sure that you are spending time with your family, um, and, and maximizing that. So how do you, how do you structure your, your week? I mean, you spoke about, um, you know, maximizing your output during the week and spending uh, quite a lot of time during the week uh, focused on work-related activities. Mm -hmm. What is the structure for your week look like uh, typically? So what I've done is I've blocked out every morning um, for my own work. Um, so I'm able to pretty much make the most, the best part of the day where I'm the most alert and where I'm the most focused and able to um, do the, basically like a lot of volume of work in a shorter compressed time because I'm so fresh, right? Like in the morning, that's, that's definitely where I'm at my best. And then I try to schedule uh, meetings from 12 PM onwards because then it's, you know, like my brain goes into a bit of a different mode. You're meeting clients, having coffee, you're having lunches. So it's more around um, conversations and, you know, maybe even like a little bit of creativity in terms of brainstorming and strategies and things like that. But, um, the actual work sort of, you know, I'm a big sort of, or at least I was, and I still do struggle with procrastination. So I have to find that sweet spot when I'm the most primed 
uh, to be able to, to do that work. And I think blocking out that work in the morning um, has done like a lot of good for, for me because then I'm able to get out those core things that ultimately um, help me achieve my objectives and not um, like sort of doing things that helps everybody else achieve their objectives. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, I think, something that's really helped me have more impact and focus because you have time allocated to do what's important for you. Yeah. Because yeah, otherwise, absolutely. you know, your stuff ends up happening on weekends, right? When all the emails and phone calls and meeting requests have dried up because nobody's around. Mm, yeah. So, so you're spending a lot of, I mean, a lot of your time during the week is, is pretty much focused on work-related activities. Work-related. And also, like, I try to keep my television and movies and series and, like, all the fun stuff. I try to keep it for the weekend because then I also don't feel guilty about watching TV or a movie. Um, you know, everybody says like, you should be more productive and you must hustle harder and work 12, you know, 24 hours a day and don't waste your time on TV and read comics and have fun and games. But like, that's too extreme and drastic. And yeah. you should be able to do those things because you enjoy it. And it also like, you know, helps you improve creativity and think and learn different things. Um, and you shouldn't have, feel guilty. But I think during the week, if you're able to be, consistent and say look during the week it's work week right whether it's evenings or, or day like i'm going to spend it to to get the most out of that and weekends completely guilt-free um you know enjoy yourself and your family and have the best time i think that's yeah. for me what works so that sounds like uh, you've got balance down to a t uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen work always throws spanners um, or, or projects or people that approach you with interesting ideas that want you to work with them. So there's always things that, you know, come in to break that. Um, but you have to be flexible. I think that's at the end of the day, because if you become too rigid, um, then I think that's when people kind of like give up because they're like, oh, if I can't do it properly, then I'm not going to do it at all. And that shouldn't be the, the approach either. Like everything, like as humans, you know, we are constantly evolving and changing. And you should just recognize that and change things to work for you, um, which is another key thing, Clint, because what we're discussing may work for us in terms of the lifestyle that we've built around us and our circumstances. It may not work for someone else listening to us. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, um, you know, that that's absolutely key that we've kind of found our way, right? I mean, uh, you found your way in trying to manage and balance everything uh, to the best of your abilities. And, I, and I've, uh, you know, done my way, which isn't necessarily the same as yours. Um, but, it, you know, people need to experiment and find, find, find mm -hmm. their way of, of, of making it work and, and seeing what works for them and then, and then figuring that out. I think the, the biggest challenge for me <clears throat> is, is, is things that happen um, which are unplanned. Uh, at least that's yeah. my, my biggest challenge because uh, when things are un, unplanned, it then disrupts what you've kind of pre-scheduled or you've 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 mapped out for your week um and 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 that does become a massive challenge so how do you how do you i mean how do you try to deal with that and then get back on schedule as as quickly as possible um again try to i try to be as consistent as possible with um sort of my routines as much as possible i think where i struggle the most is when i have to travel um to you know like other countries for work and things like that i think that's like when it's the most challenging to 
try to keep some um, some kind of routine and balance. Um, typically, I request, if possible, to you know stay in a place where there's a gym, and I'll make sure to to go um, just to be part of my habits. Um, but when it, when you're traveling for work, I think that's like yeah, when it really throws me off. Otherwise, like I just almost press reset and like pick up from sort of where I left off in terms of um, you know just the work and trying to catch up as best as possible. Um, yeah. So I'm, I think also like in terms of like um, building balance into my life is um, becoming better at saying no to certain things um, because I think that's also when it's an issue where you feel obligated to, to take on more than you need to or that isn't really going to help uh, move your cause forward. Sometimes it's mm. just things that land on your desk, but um, as much as you want to help, I think sometimes you have to be diligent in also in saying no. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the saying no is also something that I've struggled with for the longest time because I tend to be, my default is a people pleaser, mm. unfortunately. Uh, it, it's just my nature. So I, I don't like when someone asks me to do something and asks me, you know, ask me to help. Uh, whether it be family or personal or, or, or work related, um, I I don't like saying no. What I've realized though uh, of, over a number of years is that what I dislike even more is letting people down. Uh, so if I've stretched my stretched myself way too thinly, uh, then I'm actually not able to fulfill on what I've promised people I would do. Mm-hmm. So that almost became kind of the overriding thought pattern that I had when someone asked me to do something and I knew that I wouldn't be able to, to go through it. So for whatever reason, I had to say no in a, in a, in a way that, um, you know, protected yeah. um, myself, but also I, I, I felt like I didn't want to let, you know, them down. Mm. Uh, so I, I, I think saying no um, is, is absolutely critical to trying to maintain um, that balance, so to speak in your yeah. life. And also I think like um, balance or um, not being balanced, right? It, it kind of helps you being a lot more focused. Like, you know, the, you know, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, the guys that we sort of mentioned now, if they had to say like, yes, um, to too many things, they also wouldn't be able to move forward the causes and, you know, have the impact that, that they're having on the world. Um, so I think sometimes you do have to be like, I don't know if selfish is the right word, but you do have to be more selfish and more protective of your time to be able to, to operate in the zone that you're most comfortable with. Cause as you yeah, say, you know, you get all these like requests, which weren't expected and it throws you off uh, a kilter and then, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it's also getting into, you know, when you start prioritizing things, like if you have to speak to um, an extremely busy person, sometimes, you know, they're not available immediately um, mm-hmm. because they, you know, they, you'll probably only be able to see them in a week or two weeks or whenever it is. I mean, uh, you know, both you and I know dealing in the, in the corporate environment, if you want to meet with, uh, with someone uh, higher up, uh, chances are the soonest you can meet with them is in two or three or four weeks time. Um, and, and that's because, you know, they focus on the priorities that are, that are on their table. Obviously, there'll be things that come up, but um, I think that's also where you start realizing, you know, you need to be prioritized and focus on the things that are important mm-hmm. um, and, and scheduling your, uh, your, your, your plan and your week according to that. Um, obviously, being flexible to, to a certain extent, 
Um, but but that's the reality, and I think of 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 busy people. Absolutely, um, but yeah, I think it's it's like an ongoing struggle, really. I don't think anyone's a hundred percent, you know, got it down to a pat. Um, unless maybe up like Bill Gates. Um, I think it's a lot more challenging as well when you have uh, you know a manager or a boss that you have to report into, um, and when they're more sort of freely just uh, delegating tasks and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And I think you should then also be upfront in terms of, well, okay, cool. So I can do this for you now, but then which of these other sort of tasks that you have assigned should I deprioritize and get to later? Because um, yeah. I think also what you were saying is in terms of like spreading yourself too thin is also like the quality of the delivery. Um, and I think when you are trying to get balance, you also want to make sure that you're obviously providing that that quality on the other side of the spectrum in terms of yeah. you know, focus and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's by being present, you know, especially when it comes to your family. So uh, on the weekends, and uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one that struggles with this, but being able to be present when you're with your kids, especially uh, given that you've, you know, you've had a, you, during the week, you ha- your focus has been um, on, on, on your work. Um, and on the weekends, when you actually have that downtime with the family, um, it, it's about being able to switch off and you know, not check your emails or not check your social media or not, yeah. um, you know, not be anywhere else but, but besides where you are at that, at that moment in time. And I know with me, I mean, my, <clears throat> my son's two and a half years old and he's already started to pick it up. Uh, you know, if I'm, you know, kids are, are just so in tune with, um, you know, with, with what's going on. They're so aware of what's going on and, and, and he'll be able to pick up even if I'm not focused on, you know, if I'm not, on, if, if I'm on my phone or if I, even if I'm not on my phone and I'm not there, I'm not present, he'll pick it up very, very quickly. Um, so I think it's, it's about maximizing the time where you are at any given time. So if you're mm-hmm. at work, you know, you, you stay focused on, on the task at hand. And the same thing in whatever you're doing is, is not, not to give it 60% of your focus and your attention, but about giving it everything that you can at any moment in time. Uh, and I think that's, that's always a challenge for me because, you know, we live in a world where everything's pulling for your attention. There's so many distractions that are happening. Um, you know, working in an open plan office, uh, there's, people walking up to you and, and asking you for things um, that, that kind of throw you off the task that you, that you have at that moment in time. Um, so I think the way the world is geared to at the moment is, is about distracting and, and, and about multitasking. And, and what you need to try and do as much as possible is to try and stay focused on, on what you're doing at that given time, which is always going to be a challenge, I suppose. Um, but you know, you need to try and make it work. And, and as you know, you spoke about carving out times during the day um, of doing certain tasks. And, and I think, you know, if there's certain focus tasks that you need to do, it's about doing it at those times when you know you're not going to be distracted. So I know you do um, your reading first thing in the morning. Um, you know, potentially you might also get your, your focus task done first thing in the morning. And I do the same, um, you know, potentially when... <clears throat> When I, when, I, when I know I'm not going to be distracted. Mm. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's other times during the day. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, just being present in, in where you are and what you're doing. I think we can probably do like 
another episode in terms of like, uh, I don't know if you want to call it pro- productivity tips or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, because like I've recently, um, for example, just like learned like I need to have a to-do list like written down physically in like a notebook. And each day I kind of need to take what I didn't manage to do the previous day and restart my list. Because like the days where I don't get to do that list, I, like, I almost feel lost. Um, so, so maybe we can talk about some of that. But also, I think we might have mentioned it last time in terms of the notifications on the phone and in terms of being a big distractor. So turning those things off is also like quite important. And maybe even looking at um, some apps or extensions for your browsers that limit the time that you can look at social media. Yeah. And there's like specific windows only during the day, 30 minutes a day. Because uh, those yeah. are big like time suckers. And that's Absolutely. pretty much everything that then throws you off balance because all of a sudden you spent time you know, looking at Instagram and you haven't done your work and now you have to you know, catch up. But yeah. like big time wasters, I think, definitely throw you off balance as well. Absolutely. Yeah, we can, we can definitely do those kind of productivity hacks. And I think mm-hmm. um, there, there's so much that, um, you know, that, that we can use and kind of using technology um, to help benefit you and try and, you know, help you stay more focused and be productive because absolutely, because that'll throw you off um, on, on the area that you were working on or what you were focused on at that given time. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, just going back sort of to, to the beginning of the topic of work-life balance, I think you have to feel, feel it out, see where you are during, you know, your work year, what you're trying to achieve. And, and I think like anything, you have to think about it in terms of, um, what you should be doing now, how much you should be gearing um, and how much you can pull back. Like you have to look and, and learn for yourself. Like everybody's different the way that you feel and operate. Um, so I think there are times where you should be pushing hard to get things uh, done. And then there's other times where you need to pull back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's, I think balance as a concept is mm. something that you should definitely always strive for, you know, I, I, I don't think you'll ever reach a stage in your life. Um, I don't know. I stand to be corrected where things are a hundred percent in balance all the time. Um, I think it's, it's, it's something that you should strive for because it's important to, you know, give areas in your life focus that, that it needs, but there will certainly be, be, be kind of stages during, you know, during the year, where you need to be more focused and more present in certain areas. And, you know, we're coming up to December now um, where your focus and attention is, is going to be in your family. It's going to be in the areas where you're going to have a lot more downtime and recharge your batteries. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to be working as much. And I think, you know, it, it's, it's kind of a, it, it is a, it's a balancing act. I don't think it's ever achieved, mm-hmm. um, but, but it's certainly something that, I always strive for um, and, and try to check in um, and, I, and I do this on a, on a weekly basis. You know, I, I, have a, I have an hour a week that I spend on the weekend and I just check in uh, with myself on, on different areas of my life. Um, and, you know, I've got, a, I've got an app that I use to, uh, to tell me what I've done on a specific day um, and, and I update that every day and then I use that um, that time once a week just to see, all right, well, you know, how much time have I spent in the gym? How much time have I spent meditating and so forth? That's cool. Um, What's the name of that app? Uh, the app is called, um, 
Way of Life. Way of Life. I must check yeah, it out. Way of Life. Yeah, it's, a, it's an app that you can basically um, set certain things that you, um, that, that, that you want to uh, track. And every day you can say, all right, well, I've done this. I haven't done this. Um, and, and, and essentially it'll, it'll build up um, over however many, uh, you know, however much time. Um, and you can kind of see, you know, over the last seven days, how have I done on, on, on various things? You know, I initially I started, um, I started out uh, with my cold showers a few months ago. And I used this app to pretty much check in and see, all right, well, you know, am I doing it on a daily basis uh, or, or, or not? Um, and now it's kind of built up to, you know, what time am I waking up? What time am I going to bed? Um, you know, am I drinking the water that I need to be drinking every day? Am I going to gym? Um, so that is my kind of tool that I use to, to see how I'm doing. Um, and I suppose you could say that it, it is also checking, you know, how I'm doing in, in the various areas of my life, i.e. how balanced am I in, in these various kind of areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once a week, what I'll do is I'll sit down and I'll kind of go through this and say, all right, well, what are my learnings from the week? What, uh, what, what can I improve uh, next week uh, and going forward? And for me, you know, it, it came about as a necessity, really, um, because I tend to be quite hard on myself and uh, I tend to forget, you know, all of these things that I've done or, um, you know, I, I, I tend to say, well, you didn't do all of these things yeah. that you set out to achieve last week. And, and the truth is that, I'm harder on myself than reality. So, mm-hmm. you know, this, this tool gives me an opportunity to just check in. Um, and it's, and it's very fact based, right? I can't, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of ticking it off on a daily basis. So for me, this is, um, you know, this is an area where, where I struggled with and, and I use this to, to help me um, just see how I'm doing. Just, it, it's just a check in with myself basically. Okay, awesome. Um, I mean, my to-do list, like, it gives me great satisfaction to scratch, like, something out. Um, I don't know. It's, it's like, something that, that, like, is really, really cool for me. And that's why I think, um, like, a physical written, to, like, uh, to-do list is, is what works for me. But it's great to see that, you know, you have an app to help you do a similar thing. And that's, that's what's working for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, I do use a to-do list as well. Um, I, I try to, as far as possible, keep it updated. down, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You, you use these, uh, these are kind of, um, you use them as coping mechanisms, I suppose. Mm. They, came up, they come about as a necessity. Um, so it, it really just helps me stay on track. Um, you know, I, I, I struggle with... Uh, sometimes overwhelm a lot of things happening at the same time. So this helps me break it down and, and, and just um, contextualize stuff. What's yeah, you know, it can you, take the anxiety you know, off right of like absolutely. having this massive elephant to sort of manage and you can sort yeah. of break it down into little sort of sections and tasks and you can see a, like a way to, to approach it. That would definitely help. Absolutely. You know, it helps me, prioritize what's the most important, what's the stuff I need to get done right now? What's the stuff that I can actually yep. wait until tomorrow or next week? Um, and cause everything's always urgent, right? I mean, someone comes up to you and whatever they are asking you for is, it's their priority, but it's not your priority necessarily. So this kind of helps you pinpoint, okay, well exactly where in the, 
no, you get that matrix. What's important, what's urgent, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. what's, what's not important, but what's urgent. Um, and, and, and that's kind of the system, mm. um, I could say that, that, that I use. Um, but it is something that I strive for. I'm not perfect in it. And it's, it's something that I do struggle with on a daily basis, but I absolutely use it to help me, um, yeah, stay focused on, on what I need to do on a day-to-day basis. Look, as, as humans, I think we're lazy species. Um, you know, like our body at the end of the day, like tries to do the least amount of work so that we don't starve ourselves. Um, yeah, but yeah. Even if you think about centuries ago when we had to like really like hunt for food, you weren't constantly hunting for food. You would, you know, catch what you needed and then you go back to the village and chill and, you know, until sort of, yet to go back out. Um, So I think that's another thing is kind of like thinking about human nature and human behavior. Um, But then you have to look at it side by side, as you were saying before, in terms of where we are in society at the moment and, you know, the competitiveness of, you know, working and just living um, has made us into such a way where we have to be out of balance sometimes and really sort of driving um, work so that we can move forward as people but yeah i think there's something for everyone and it doesn't mean that absolutely everybody has to be striving and you know being on the opposite balance if you're happy with you know where you at that's also fun yeah yeah i mean look it, it it's it's something for me you know i've burnt out uh, mm-hmm. on you know two occasions in my in my work working career maybe three and and it's because i've been completely uh out of out of kilter and and focusing way too much on work and actually not taking care of myself so yeah i think all of these kind of tools and mechanisms that i've that i've implemented is to try and not get to that stage again um but the the reason why you have to have tools and, and and strategies that you use is because the world as you say is geared to that way is geared to you know, hustling and, and working harder than the next person and, and actually not taking care of yourself or your family. Um, so you have to find ways that can help you cope and manage um, so that you're not getting to a stage of burnout. Um, because there's just so many people, at least I know in our industry, you know, working six, seven days a week, um, you know, 15, 16, 17 hours um, a day in certain instances. And it, it, it does take a toll. It takes a toll on your body. It takes a toll on your mind. Um, and you're not, you're not working in the most optimal way. Um, but what I found, at least with me, is when I am able to optimize and manage, my, um, you know, manage myself and, and try not to um, stay too, you know, overwork myself in work, then... I'm able to be more productive. I can get a lot more done in a, in a shorter space of time than what would have taken me, you know, a lot, a lot longer um, if I wasn't working in an, in an optimal way. So it, it's for me, it's what, it's what's worked for me. You know, I, I, I'm not the type of person that can work 12 hours a day, five days a week. I'm just not that type of person. I, I wasn't made, made, made that way. Um, no one was and, dude. Like seriously, yeah. we're not robots. You, you can't go at a hundred RPM non-stop just you know feeding a little bit of like nutrients in it's just not who we are and i think it's um 
you know, we're talking about this hustling sort of nature that everybody is like going after now that you need to hustle, hustle, hustle. Um, but I think that's also can be a little bit extra toxic and we'll probably talk about that again uh, in a different um, sort of episodes. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think it's a, <clears throat> it's a fallacy. It's a fallacy that is perpetuated by uh, social media that it, it, it is a 24 uh, seven type of environment that you need to be, um, that you need to be working. That's, you know, it's just important to consider those talk, type of things when, you know, when we talk about the balance and the importance of, of managing, um, you know, managing your, your various areas in your life. Should we, should we wrap it up? Sure. Yeah. Or did you, did you want to cover anything else? No, no, I think we've, I think we've spoken quite a lot about, about this topic. So I suppose just trying to wrap it up now, um, the three key takeouts or four, um, or just a couple of takeouts that, that, that we want to, um, that we want to speak to the listeners about, um, uh, you know, taking out from balance, work life, uh, family and, and what it means for you. Yeah. So, I mean, look for me, it will be different for everyone and everyone has to find what works for them. Um, because as we mentioned, like everyone has different levels. Um, and you know, you shouldn't have to feel bad if you know, you are quite content with the way you're going and, um, you know, you're happy to operate at a certain level while, you know, the person next to you is just like, like really pushing it as hard as, you know, they want to be. Um, and I think you need to be cognizant of the fact that you do need to have some kind of balance in terms of um, your daily life because that's just the healthier way. Um, you know, as humans, we're multidimensional. We have, you know, multiple interests. And I don't think that it's healthy to exclude anything. Um, and as we've seen from, you know, observing other extremely successful people who operated on the extremes, um, that there are consequences. So if, you know, you are happy to, um, which I don't think anybody would be to go through a divorce and not to see your family and things like that, you know, I think those are sort of like the warning shots, um, which you should acknowledge and, and be aware of. And, and is it ultimately, is it worth it for you? For these guys, obviously it was worth it because they've gone down that road. Um, for me, it isn't. Um, so I'll just, you know, manage it and make it work for me. Basically, yeah. I think that's sort of what I'd like to come out is that nobody should feel pressure to um, do what others are doing. Like you should do what works for you. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think from my side, balance, as I said, is not a is is not something that you can. Um, it's something that you can strive for, um, and it's certainly something that I strive for. So the first thing for me is understanding that is something that I strive for all the time, but it's, 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 uh, it's not something that I would achieve on an, on, on an ongoing basis. Um, but I think just the striving for it, um, is what kind of keeps me moving mm -hmm. forward. Understanding the second thing is just understanding what's important to you. You know, if work is important to you and it's a number one priority for you, then you're going to focus and you're going to prioritize and, and spend a lot more time in doing that. Um, but for me, it's, it is about, working hard, but also uh, being able to spend time uh, with my family and be able to spend time on myself and my mindset. Uh, because I know if I can't, if I don't do that, then I'm not going to be able to give as much 
to work. So really understanding what's, what's critical and what's important to you. And then finding the third one is really finding tools and strategies um, mm -hmm. that can help you in, in managing that uh, process of, of trying to balance as much as possible. And you've spoken a little bit about um, the tools that, that, that uh, both you and I use. Um, and I suppose we'll touch on that in, in another topic as you know, further on. Um, but finding what works for you. And as I said, for me, it came about as a necessity um, because I, I was needing to find something to help me. And, and these tools that I use um, have really helped me in being able to manage my day-to-day uh, -day life. Awesome, Clint. Well, thank you so much. And we'll chat again soon. Thanks, Beth. Chat soon. You've been listening to The Personal Growth Show. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe for more. If you have the time, please also leave a comment or review so we can reach more people. It would mean the world to us.